Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 96, Episode 4 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially, off the top, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. Fuck them. It's Wednesday, August 22nd, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Muhammad from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> It's not an AKA. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gave it to me as an AKA. Oh, I just want to be a part of your conversation, uh, Miles. man. If you saw it, you would be... Uh, <laughs> I'll show you a clip of how, what Muhammad's up to on All right, He's cool. Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. On the Daily Z. See, Miles won't pretend. No. Now we're gonna see Trump's presidency end. So listen up, Zyke gang, let's vote. Go to the polls. Chop a Nazi in their throat. In their throat. Mm, damn. Mm, oh, round of wow. Did you drop one of those bombs? Thank you so much. <laughs> Two brains at Holiday 4000 for that En Vogue. Inspired AK. En Vogue had a lot of hits. Well, I just keep doing that track, though. I, that's one of my favorite ones. Again, yeah. the Set It Off soundtrack, one of the few videos, too, where you had the actors somehow in the video also. Remember yes, that era? I do. Anyway, so. <laughs> You've been doing the same song every time, and I'm yeah. always like, man, En Vogue <laughs> had a lot of hits. Anyways, we're thrilled to be joined by the hilarious Clark Jones. What's up? What's up, man? Can I get one of Clues Bombs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. I'm mixing all like black podcasts into this one episode. Yeah. Just get different it references. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Uh, we're thrilled to be joined by you, man. I'm so happy to be here, man. I didn't even know like the that I had been fans of you guys before I actually met you. Cause like I, I I've been reading I've been reading y'all stuff for the longest, but I just didn't know I never look up the names behind them. Oh, mm. so I was just like, oh okay, cause you follow me on Twitter. I'm like, oh let's see, we, oh oh shit, oh okay, oh okay. So right, so bro. we got a lot more in common than I thought. See, this yeah. is the beginning of a beautiful love yeah. affair, friendship. Who knows? It where started it's go. <laughs> it started a long time ago. Yeah yeah yeah. This is chapter two. All right. Well, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. We're talking about uh, Food TV 2.0, where Food TV is headed, because there's a new show that's taken in an interesting direction. We're going to talk a bunch of Trump shit, uh, just what he's up to these days. Uh, We're going to talk about Dancing with the Stars, new lineup. We're going to talk about all the celebrities who fell for the... uh, Helpful stupidity test that happened on Instagram. <laughs> um, we are going to review a fried chicken sandwich from Popeyes. We're going to check in with Bagel Boss. Yeah. Because it's been too long, is what I say. Been about 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> too long. I, I missed him. Yeah. Uh, uh, but first, Clark, we like to ask our guests what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Man, I was looking up uh, secret facts of, um, of Sweeney Todd the other day. <laughs> because I, I love the like you know little known facts or what whoop de woo and I uh, I just I just never looked it up for that because I know so much about it, but uh, I just haven't been able to uh, to find a bunch of, a bunch more stuff. So when did you fall in love with Sweeney Todd? Because yeah, that your Twitter your Twitter bio is like isn't it your Sweeney, Sweeney Todd? Yeah, I'm a very much I'm very much so man. Um, <laughs> of so course, true. it started with a woman. Two okay. women. Okay. Two women. I, the first one, oh, not at the same time. <laughs> Who tried to cut your throat with a <laughs> right. 
They were cutting my hair. No. Uh, uh, I dated a girl in college, and she went to see it, and she kind of fell in love with it. So I saw it in the movies. And then, um, but I didn't really get it the first time I saw it. It was like, it was just so dense and all the music I didn't, I didn't really get. So then I ended up watching it with a girl I was dating when I got out of college. And she kind of broke it down with each song, man. And I was like, oh, shit, this is oh, wow. like, the the forget the accents. Like, it's just about classism. Interesting, and I, I I studied econ in undergrad, so like all that just kind of just kind of resonated, right? And when I found out he never got married or whatever, I was just like, man, you just committed to the work. I love that. Stephen. <laughs> right. Wait, who never got married? Stephen Sondheim. Oh, yeah, got it. yeah, and all this other stuff. Like I had to literally piece together little, uh, little known facts about uh-huh. him. Like he was kind of the he kind of ghost wrote West Side Story. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How did he ghost write it? Like he he just, just, they like, you know, it, it didn't get a lot of love when it first dropped, like a lot of things, right? Sure. So like, they, they took his name off because they were like, well, we you're new here. We don't want you to like start off your career kind of. So we'll take your name off the credits for some of the things that you wrote because we don't want you to, you know, be introduced to the world negatively. Right, right, right. And then they just kind of left it like that. <laughs> so wow. he didn't get, it's like, a, it's like an inside theater, you know, musical theater kid. Knowledge to know right, that, right. that yeah, the Sondheim did so much of. So he wrote all the lyrics for the West Side Story. Not all of them, right. but okay. he he played a bigger part than what he's given credit for. His those. Wikipedia says he wrote the lyrics for West Side Story. So well, well there it is. Who edited I mean, that? Though, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, S Sondheim. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm sorry, Stephen S. Sond- <laughs> Wiki Sondheim uh, edited it. I like, yeah. yeah, those insider music facts. Like when people are like, you know, Pharrell wrote Teddy Riley's verse on oh, Rump man. Shaker. For, Pharrell did, <laughs> did so really? much. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good. That verse. was like one of the first things he like worked on because he was just like this little intern in Virginia, and Teddy Riley's like, hey, yeah, let me help you out. Shout out to whoever uh, wrote Vanilla Ice's lyrics on Ice Ice Baby because he did a pretty Shug good job. Suge Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody who worked for Suge Knight, I think. It was. I forget yeah. his Oh, is name. that why he got held over the building? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Good for uh, him. Yeah, Suge didn't get paid enough for Ice Ice Baby. But uh, that I still have to listen to that song because my three-year-old is a fan. And uh, Well, if you just actually, listen to David Bowie's uh, Under Pressure right, and, yeah, yeah. and sing the lyrics in your head. There you go. Van Winkle don't get a check, right. but that's fine. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Kim Burns. Okay. Um, and as an adult, I feel like Goodfellas is overrated. Yeah, with Ken Burns and Goodfellas. Ken Ken Shit Burns that was really popping in college. For I know, some people. I know. <laughs> but think about other decisions you made at eighteen. Sure, yeah, you right. know, uh, I think that's overrated. Ken Burns. Um, what about Ken Burns? You know, my thing with documentaries is that, like, when I found out, like, with the the Roosevelt stuff, that he didn't. Um, really tell the truth about Eleanor and what was going like it was very skewed mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I understand documentary is supposed to have a slant that's sure. right. that's a part of the entertainment part of it right but you have this credit for turning real things entertaining that's right. what your that's what your rep is so like I don't think you you're really living up to it if you're skewing it that much well you got these documents these letters right let us let us decide how we're gonna feel about it but Eleanor Roosevelt was clearly seeing a woman. 
mm-hmm. and you just ignore. Just took it out. Yeah, just like, oh, we don't know if that was important. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, Ken Burns, that's not important to the story? So right. ever since I saw that, I was kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And Goodfellas, just a lot of style, you, you not know a what? lot of substance. Here's the thing. I, I went to school for journalism. So no matter how dope my, uh, if, the, if the word count was 2,000, right, and I did a dope-ass 3,000-piece, it don't count. You got to make it dope in 2,000. <laughs> right. Sure. So, like, I felt like the ending, like, y'all are familiar with the movie. Yeah. Yes. All that, when did he just become this chef? Right. Like, that was never mentioned anywhere <laughs> right, else right. in right. the first two acts of the movie. And all of a sudden, cooking means everything to him. And yeah. it's like, okay, now I got to slice the, the, the. I know right. when he went to jail, like, he was like, oh, okay, cool. Y'all slice up, you know, onions with the razor blade. That's cool. But it was not like a personality trait. Sure. Until you needed it to end the movie. Right. So, like, no, make it good within that that required amount yeah. of time and mm-hmm. don't rush the ending or mm. seed that in your first two acts or something just show yeah. so give anything. me fucking one scene even give yeah. me anything where he's in the kitchen right right he's never in the kitchen although i did think it was the most gangster shit. wasn't he like chopping garlic too like yeah, with the razor chopping, blade? With the, yeah it <laughs> was like, it was beautiful in my to mind look at. i thought like is that the way you're supposed to do it it was, right. it was beautiful to look. garlic gotta be thin yeah it was beautiful to look at but it just came out of nowhere as a necessity so come on man he walked through that kitchen in that tracking shot and that's when it that's, all just entered right. his body by via osmosis, osmosis. Yeah. it was a callback yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> what posters did you have of movies ever Ooh, i had a uh, godfather uh i remember that in in high school uh like the photographic one or just the the, the photograph logo. with the cat and i remember that because oh, the yeah. first time i smoked oh. weed i did it out of a a, a glass cat. bong, oh. and I was told you don't get high the first time, but that's just because you don't smoke correctly the first yeah, time yeah, normally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just took like a huge rip out of a glass bong, and so and then went to bed. I was like, all right, and then we'll actually get high tomorrow. And went into my room and looked up at my poster, and the cat started moving on the poster. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh wow. shit! Uh, but other than that, I had <laughs> I had all the uh, Wu Tang albums. The As posters, thirty six chambers. I had a, you know, that's funny. Swords. I had a felt uh, black light Wu Tang Forever poster. Yeah, <laughs> wow, which is really uh, weird. Spencer's gifts. Yeah, yeah or yeah. Sam Goody basically at City okay. Walk is where I bought that. Yeah, how about I had, you, Clark? I had Love Jones, and I had Don't Make Fun of Me. I had Shallow Hal. <laughs> okay, I asked specifically. I no, don't I make love fun it. of me. No, I'm not making fun. I, I love specifically that. It's a celebration of your taste. I specifically <laughs> asked you, don't make. Was it fun. framed? No, no, no. Okay. It, was the, it was the clear text. Right, right, right. It was the clear okay. text. Sure. I mean, um, I do remember there was a time. <laughs> did you just like get that? I really liked the movie. Man. Yeah. Okay. I thought I mean, it was it a, a good, good story. Like yeah. it's my. It's really the only Jack Black movie I enjoy watching. Have you okay. seen Orange County? Nah. You should fucking watch Orange County. It's good. Or his is character. It like... If you if you're looking for a Jack Black performance, his his performance. That's as what Lance, I see. I, I'm not. I like the underst- <laughs> I'm like the understatedness that he is in. Okay, the message is the main. Well, okay, character. allow me to pitch this to you. Then it's about his brother, who is like this sort of uh, you know overachieving. Well, not quite overachieving. He wants to go to Stanford. Okay, and he's really distraught because his high school counselor mistakenly sends a transcript of another kid, and he doesn't get into Stanford. 
And Jack Black is his burnout brother who's just kind of like, take it easy, man. Like, I'm chill. Mm. And he looks at his brother like, fuck no, I don't want to be that shit. And through their relationship, like, Jack Black is like, we're going to drive to Stanford and sort this out. And it's a, it's, you'll, you know. Yeah, like, there has to be a balance. Like, Jack Black has to be with this really grounded story. Oh, yeah. no, You know what I mean? Like, if you can merge those two and, you know, like cooking. Right. It has to be a good balance. So, like. When uh, if he's paired with something something that's that's grounded, solid, yeah, 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 no, that yeah. allows his absurdity to sort of come off a little more. And you can take it more, like yeah, yeah exactly. okay, we needed a little break from exactly. the from the from the seriousness. Yeah, uh, that's Miles's favorite movie from when he was a kid, though, right? Uh, yeah, it's up yeah. there. I mean, yeah. that was like a thing I could you just smoke blunts and put on loop. Mm-hmm. What would you think of like, Lady Bird? Uh, it was fine. I don't watch movies like I used to like that. Okay. Like, yeah, so it's a little bit different. Man, Although I didn't go to just so, Catholic school. Uh, anything she's in, she's underrated. Lori yeah. Metcalf is yeah. super underrated. Yeah. Uh, I know, and she's only been getting like better and better. I feel like every time yeah. I'm like, dude, Lori Metcalf like, might be the fucking greatest thing ever. Like her and Alice and Janney, like, they're both kind of finally getting yeah. the Hollywood love that they deserve. And that's yeah. Cool. I, f- I think. Laurie Metcalf was in like a acting troupe with like John Malkovich and all these all these super famous people. Oh, really? Yeah, when they were younger, I think that's right. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? This is new for me, but recently I I, I know this is, this is a tough sale, but I think John Favreau's underrated. John Favreau. Yeah, the speechwriter. No, <laughs> no the uh, dude, the like, director. Yeah, right. like man, I love. This is food. a hot take, man. I, is it? Is it? It is. Are you being sarcastic? No, <laughs> no, because we we've talked a lot of shit about the new Lion King on this podcast. Oh, I forgot about that. All right, well, let, but me, I mean, let me. Well, but I think, but there is okay. something to say about Sorry. that because to me, I put him in a box before. And then to see him direct and do these other things, I don't think I appreciated that as much because I was a little bit dismissive because I was like, nah, that's a dude from Swingers. I mean, like, between the the ability to do these big movies and a pull-off chef, yeah, I okay. think is like, yo, he, he kind of gets it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think he did a great thing with Chef. I kind of fell in love with that movie. Yeah, I need to, I need to watch Chef. Oh, oh for sure. You'll become movies. insufferable. I will. Yeah. yeah, I think you'll. Oh, I'm saying it like, turns you into a foodie. You'll. You'll. I think you might. might like uh, what Italy did to me. I think Chef does for people <laughs> with, like cooking and stuff. With like, food I don't trucks even need to LA. know what the reference, but I could. I could see yeah. exactly oh. what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just a thing, you know. Like I guess once you've looked heaven directly in its eyes, it's a sort of sensation you can't unshake or unremember. And <clears throat> anyway. Um, what, what, what city did you go to? Oh, uh, one of the Florence. great cities. What are you doing? It was, well, I was all over Tuscany, but Florence, or Firenze, as the locals called it. Fuck <laughs> uh, What is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Yo, Chicago ain't the most violent city, and I'm getting tired of people saying that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not. It's like five neighborhoods. Right. I think the most violent city is St. Louis. Yeah. These are facts, or this is a fact. Like that, that that's that place is dangerous, right? Right, but it just be, has become this sort of it's, like yeah, it's dog anonymous. whistle thing to be like, you know, but black yeah. people are killing each other in Chicago. But what about Chicago? Right, right. Chicago, Chicago is black people, right? Like you know, as a euphemism, if you will. So it, it's not. We got like I think it was six million six hundred thousand. I don't know which one. It, it was one of those where visitors a year and they they alive. 
Like, <laughs> they live to tell about it. Right. Yeah. And, oh, man. Uh, the myth that I'm, can I settle? I'm not a Chicago homer, but Chicago pizza is not deep dish. So Chicago pizza, pizza is bar tavern thin crust. That's we we have heard that on a previous episode. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. This is underscoring that point. Yeah, <laughs> what is it about? Is it just because there are more famous deep dish places that have like the Lou Malnati's of the world have had people be like, "That's what Chicago pizza is." It's something about the marketing because people also see Chicago as like this uh, sketch improv town, mm-hmm. when really some of the best stand ups are what come out of Chicago. Right, that's right. true. Like if you run down a list right now it's like most of people that you think are funny are started out in stand up in Chicago. Yeah. Especially ones that are coming up and we just keep kind of regenerating. Yeah. It's why but everybody knows Second City. So like right. they have the bigger marketing behind them. Sure. Yeah. Just and myths about Chicago. Yeah. Musically, Chicago had a pretty good run there. Just Wee. the band, I mean. <laughs> uh, big fan. Uh, <laughs> Name a Chicago song right, right. now. <laughs> uh, Saturday in the Park. Is that That's what it's called. Don't I think it was me. the 4th of July. Yeah, I, I think it probably is like a marketing thing. And like the deep dish pizza needed a city. Like it needed a location, right? Or maybe that's, that's like more specific I wonder to who, Chicago. I wonder if there is a city saying who's like, who agrees with you. And it's like, you're right. Because it's actually Akron, Milwaukee, Ohio, Wisconsin, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Area. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's a very specific thing. It probably doesn't even need to be called pizza uh, necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. You're the Italian expert, Thank is you. it? <laughs> Miles, Sorry, what was your you're question? the Italian. Signore, <laughs> preguntare me. That's not a real word. Right, Please, that no was actually hate. really good. Uh, uh, how do you say yeah. uh, I believe you just said question squid. Yeah. <laughs> question seafood. Question all the seafood. Question yes. everything. You got to Make man. sure your calamari is not pig's anus. Hey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really? That's yeah. true. That, that was, was like happening. a weird shortcut that people were doing. Yeah. Got to make sure. The rings. I never liked the rings. Yeah. Yeah. I actually noticed a lot. I never liked the. The other thing, the, the actual the tentacle, yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing that looks like a squid. Yeah. I never got into that. Yeah, those were actually hog anuses. Ah, Oof. yes, yes, yes. With well, just really bad hemorrhoids. Yeah, it all uh, depends on where you get dang. stuff. Man. <laughs> uh, if you n- fry it right, yeah, <laughs> anything. Put enough primavera on edible. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of questioning the seafood, Food TV's got a new show that sounds. Like it is a parody of itself, but apparently it's real. Yeah. I mean, it, cooking shows have always like they've had this evolution, right? From like dry tutorials of like, this is how you make this right. thing. And then we started getting into like the more highbrow competitions, like your top chefs and your Hell's Kitchens and Master Chefs. And then you get these like half hybrid comedies. It's Nailed like it. it's social justice commentary at this point, like with uh, Ugly Delicious. Have uh-huh. you seen that? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just like it's more like. This is the history of the hot dog and how people were oppressed as they were in the the, the labor camps. And I'm just right. like, oh shit, okay. And yeah. like, yeah, and now we're getting more of like the jokey stuff. So now there is a new show on Quibi again. I don't know what the they. I feel like everything's about to be on Quibi for whatever reason. Quibi uh, in yeah. 2020, but it's almost like half Japanese game show, half legit cooking show. So it's hosted by Titus Burgess. And each episode, quote, starts with the cannon blasting of a mystery food dish into the faces of two blindfolded chefs. 
They'll use their culinary prowess to identify the exploded dish and then race against the clock to recreate it. Whichever chef comes closest to the original dish wins a cash prize. Now, let's say it's hot soup. Perfect. Are they just going to be like, ah! Yeah, that would be like hilarious. first five minutes is yeah. just them screaming or and a, having their wounds tended to. It's like to. a paella, so there's a bunch of shellfish and like right. shells like cutting yeah. your face up. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's it's sort of, you know, that's what's kind of becoming funny because Nailed It helps sort of democratize things a bit. Or it's like, see, man, let's, like nobody yeah. can get this shit done. But now sort of saying like, oh, you're so good. How good are you? Are you so good we can explode a meal on your well, face? Why are we why are we doing this to chefs? <laughs> like why do we hate chefs? Right, because so much. Right, so as Americans, we do not like experts. We do not like expertise. Right. So we've I, seen these people be better than us and be un like we can't they're, they're unrelatable. So now we have to bring them down and humiliate, humiliate them <laughs> on national TV. They do it to comedians, they can they do it do. to chefs. Yeah, it's, right. it's really, really I just like those. Uh, I like the when when the guy has like on a chopped or whatever. When the guy has nothing to play for, really, that's not that deep. Right, right. right. <laughs> like, oh, my dad died of cancer. He's right. Like, oh man, you know, just shit. Just <laughs> I'm just trying to take a few weeks off. You know what I'm saying? Right, go to, right, go right. to the valley, like you know, trick off. Go to Never Vegas. Been out here. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm playing for today. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> the producers. I always find people with heavy fucking stories yeah. on chopped, which right. is like almost like I get it, producers. Thank you, but like. Sometimes I've turned off an episode because I'm like, that was so heavy. Like someone like recently lost a parent and they're yeah. like, I'm here despite what yeah. happened. Like, oh, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. You could tell when they were like, Can we need to punch this up a little right, bit right. more because then they'll just dramatize something very basic. Can right. we get getting the, fired. Can we get the, sh- the filming to be during the funeral so that they're really <laughs> right. conflicted about it? Um, yeah. Then they, then they cut that person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're like, I'm they're sorry. Like, yeah. Your sorry, dream ends really here. Work out. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm here to just honor my father's memory. And they're like, well, unfortunately, this dish did not honor yeah. his memory. So Quibi, by the way, for people who weren't listening to that episode when we covered it, is like, isn't that the like 10 minute TV shows or something that right. Steven Spielberg, like it just has all this funding. And Everybody. It's like yeah. I mean, mobile. Look. It's going to be a mobile app where you watch TV shows that are made specifically to be. 10, 15 minutes long. And they've got a lot of good talents. They so. got punked coming back. They got really? a show where they fire hot soup in chefs' faces. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It sounds perfect for like commuter entertainment. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm still skeptical. What's your, what's your qualms? I don't know. They're basically creating a new genre of entertainment. Like, I've never seen somebody put the cart this far before the horse where they're just like, they're signing all the talent on and then just being like, and... And it'll be tight. It'll be tight. Even well, though there was there was one case. A little company called CISO. <laughs> right. That, that That's I, what I'm that saying, I was man. a part of. Right. People have been trying to do this sure. for a long time and signing really great talent. And it just feels like the ability to, you know, create art form that is like 10 minutes long and like just really short bite-sized stuff. I don't... I just... It's... A lot of people have tried it. But. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between selling good and selling different. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, this is a different idea. You yeah. Don't, you don't know if it's going to fail. Right. 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 Like, all right. Because well, it's so different. It's never been done. <laughs> but this is also always the feedback you get from executives when you're first starting, like, 
podcast. They were like, got to make it quick, man. People don't have long attention spans. Two minutes, man. Yeah. yeah. And then like some of the best podcasts are like hours long. Yeah. And it's yep. like people, that actually isn't true. People don't want to have to keep choosing what their next podcast is. They want you to like, you know, spend some time with them. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't beat a good story ever, right? You know what I mean. And if it's if it, people don't want a long podcast from people who don't know what they're doing, right? But if you if you got a good story, you know how to tell it. You know, people will tune in. People will still get locked in, right? Yeah, and YouTube videos like they like it's a hack now to make them longer because people yeah, spend longer watch to watch times, it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, again, like it doesn't work if. You're not good at it, but the videos are now trending higher and higher uh, in terms of runtime. Uh, so I just feel like there's always this idea that like we gotta you know dumb it down, shorten it, make it really quick, and it hasn't really worked out that way. Do we know if Quibi's uh, behind a paywall or it's ad sponsored? I think it must be ad sponsored. Yeah, because that would be the death knell where it's like, okay, hold on, you want me to pay? Shell so out people money are gonna pay thirty dollars to a month to right. watch ten minute videos? No, right. There's just too much good entertainment. It's uh, way too much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's way too much entertainment. I don't know if it's way too much. Good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's just too much to choose from. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And this Greenland thing that uh, Donald Trump... Apparently, I don't know, man. It seemed like something he was just saying off the top of his head because he was bored. Then posted it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but he he fucking meant that shit, and you know he meant that shit because he is so upset at the response he got from Denmark. So we talked about how you know he's taking a look at Greenland, and we even heard Larry Kudlow's drunk ass on the Sunday shows being like, "Greenland is going to be a strategic place for for oil drilling." Um, and now, you know, he, as again, they're saying, Hey, let's look into buying Greenland. The prime minister of Denmark weighed in and described this as a quote, an absurd discussion, right? Mm, Because it is because Greenland isn't some fucking distressed property. He can buy in Queens. It's a fucking country. Uh, this is, this is, and I don't, again, this shows you just sort of how he looks at the world. So because the prime minister simply described something as it is absurd, uh, old baby ass got real freaked out and canceled an upcoming state visit to Denmark. He said, Denmark, I looked forward to going, but I thought that prime minister's statement that it was absurd, that it was an absurd idea was nasty. I thought it was an inappropriate statement. All she, had, all she had to say is, no, we wouldn't be interested. We can't treat the United States of America the way they treated us under President Obama. I thought it was a very not nice way of saying something. They could have told me no. Okay, President Incel. What the fuck? You could have just said no. So he just never stopped being a real estate developer. Right. He just never took that that cap off. Yeah. I mean, when you really look at it, it's like he was probably thinking like, man, that that would be a good deal to hop in on. And get in early on Greenland. You're saying the ice sheet could recede and there might be... Vast uh, yeah. minerals and things to mine for. It's so crazy, like that. It's not. It's mostly Greenland is mostly uninhabitable. Yeah, right? right. And like Iceland is the nice place. Right. Like they did that on purpose. Isn't that the story? Like they named it Greenland so people would go there right. instead of going. So he felt like a three thousand. He fell for a three thousand year old like trick. Instagram hoax. Yeah, 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 yeah. A hoax. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like Greenland. That sounds great. 
Right. Like, <laughs> I want to buy it. And yeah. he's like, no, you can't even. It would drive him into debt, but he's not really great at investments. Either. Well, yeah, we're already about to hit a trillion dollars in the deficit. It two is. years ahead of time. That meat, that ticker is just boom. Yeah. It happens, man. Every time. So the Democrats, because they have the uh, reputation for spending a lot of money, people pay a lot of attention to them, and they have to balance the budget. But when the Republicans come in, man, woo, fiscally just, conservative, fucking yeah. money cannon, lies. I know. Seriously, I think they just have like those like dollar bill guns. Yeah, just like shooting they hundreds spend off the, so the hill. Much money. Um, it. I like this because this is what like if the. There's got to be a movie, right, where, like, a child becomes president, like, first kid or something like there that. Is. Yeah. There, there is. There is. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas or yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah. JTG. Like Does that, he become president? Or he just, or isn't, wasn't first kid, wasn't Sinbad, like, the oh, yeah, Secret yeah. Service detail in that yeah. movie? Well, either way, somebody needs to make this movie, and the first thing they would do, the kid would do, is try and buy, like, a new state, right? Like, isn't that, like, yeah, how yeah. you would, like, explain the powers of the presidency to a child? Like... Yo, they can like create new states. They can add new countries. They can buy right. a country. He's like, like I want to make Mick World. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like it, it's the sort of thing that yeah, like if you were a kid and finding out about the presidency would be like that would be awesome. So just, it makes just, sense that just this a, is just idea of like you thinking nobody else has thought of this already. Right. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like yeah, th- wait. Nobody's touching this stuff. It's right. like no, the, every every piece of land is spoken for. It's like your shot was like maybe 120 years ago, maybe right. if then. Like <laughs> right. that was maybe. the only time you could have been like, hey, can we buy this off you? Now yeah. it's like, hold on, we're right. we're past that phase of our world history. Yeah, imperialism. But who knows? Not the it's a big. You thing. know, maybe he can make him a deal they can't refuse. Yeah, he. I'm sure. I'm sure he's working on it. He's, he's thinking. He probably been like, go back and see what they want. <laughs> was it we were too low always be closing double it double it <laughs> that would be great if he just blew the budget <laughs> um, <laughs> and then when all that ice melts there isn't shit there right because yeah. that's the whole thing it's a gamble like they're like well there could be and based on the parts that they've explored they're like man maybe but i think most of it is under like a three kilometer thick sheet of ice I mean so that's a it was thick almost sheet two miles. Ice. Yeah, it's like I mean, well, who I'm knows? no math expert. But hey, at the rate it? at the rate we're fucking going, this shit might be a just Minnesota is going to be the new Florida, and that's going to be where people go for vacation. And Hell then yeah, Florida's going to have to move Florida. to Canada. <laughs> yeah, Florida's going to be uninhabited. It's just going to be alligators and roving gangs from in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, well, speaking of Trump uh, being part of a old timey empire he has apparently anointed himself king of the jews i'm king of the jews <laughs> uh yeah he i don't know what the f- he's like he he's the pope of judaism <laughs> jew pope i'm sure he's gonna change his handle soon um because okay on tuesday he did a real good job of you know dabbling in some more anti-semitism um, yeah. When he said, in my opinion, if you vote for a Democrat, you're being very disloyal to Jewish people and you're being very disloyal to Israel. And only weak people would say anything other than that. Basically said that Jews who vote for Democrats either, quote, lack knowledge or show, quote, great disloyalty to the state. Yeah. And we've heard this before. Yeah, mm. exactly. And when a journalist asked him for comment, they're like, do you feel like that was an anti-Semitic comment you meant? He goes, it was only anti-Semitic in your head. <laughs> Legitimately oh, said that to a journalist being like, 
how the fuck are you going to start? Because, you know, this loyalty thing, it's like, well, we can that, you know, now we're setting up the well, we can take away your identity because if right. you're disloyal, then we can strip then you. You're of, an enemy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And again, didn't didn't seem to make those dots because for him, he's got like he's just in a panic on trying to get as many votes as possible and trying to find a base. So I guess he thought he's like saying, like, well, if you're Jewish, you got to vote Trump. Yes. Yeah. You hate you hate yourself. Right. I think he's setting himself up to be good even if he isn't president. I think he's kind of in that mode where it's just like, once again, real estate, you know, keeping relations with people who buy into his bullshit. Like, none of this is like, yo, I want to stick around for for a lot longer in this position. Well, Every, yeah. I think, I think he's starting to set it up for, like, post-2020. Well, the only thing that will keep that makes him want to stay in office is all the legal jeopardy he's in. Because once he becomes right. a regular guy... yeah. You know, all bets are off, and all those indictments can hit him like a fucking stack of phone books. Um, but also, I mean, he is at his happiest when he's at a Trump rally, and like that goes away mm. when he's no longer president. Right. So that's like, true. I, I still just resign. I just always I think about that Michael Cohen testimony, pants, testimony that he's he's not going anywhere. If like, you even if, if he loses the election, he's not yeah, going anywhere. The, the, he's going to keep doing Trump rallies. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> Regardless. Eventually, you know. they'll be like when he's passed away from eating too much McDonald's. Right, uh, there will be holographic Trump rallies. I'm oh, sure yeah. too. It's gonna be like the Tupac hologram. Just people are like, oh my god. <laughs> His body will lay in state and accept. Like it'll it'll probably be like a carnival. Like it'll go around the country. They can just leave him there because yeah. he's probably so preservative laden. Like nothing <laughs> would decompose true. at he all. He won't decompose at all. Um, but yeah, so after that whole, you know, blowback, because essentially what he was referring to with his like disloyalty comment was the fact that Democrats are still defending, most of them are defend, you know, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and they're, you know, back and forth and, you know, rightful criticism of Israel as an apartheid state. Mm. And connecting that to like, you see what Democrats are not really good for Jews. They love me in Israel. Yeah. And right. so this Just- led to him tweeting this defense of why he is very chill with Jews. Uh, this is a basically what happened. Uh, I'll just read this tweet. Thank you to Wayne Allen Root for the very nice words. President Trump, this is so, so these are the words of Wayne Allen Root, who is a fucking conspiracy theorist, by the way. Yeah. Uh, president Trump is the greatest president for Jews and for Israel in the history of the world, not just America. He is the best president for Israel in the history of the world and the Jewish people in Israel love him. Like, he's the king of Israel. They love him like he's the second coming of God. But American Jews don't know him or like what? him. They don't even know. I can't even do the accent. Uh, what they're doing or saying anymore, it makes no sense. But that's okay. If he keeps doing what he's doing, he's good for all Jews, blacks, gays, everyone. And importantly, he's good for everyone in America who wants a job. And then uh, his little ending comment is, wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh my Wait, God. Trump's ending. He was, yeah. Wow. End yeah. quote. And then, wow. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, again, Wayne Allen Root, fucking conspiracy theorist who, first of all, was early in the Obama fucking birther situation. Yeah. He believes that Seth Rich was killed by the fucking Clintons. Uh, he believes that Stephen Paddock, the guy, the Vegas shooter, there was actually an ISIS, ISIS. attack. Yeah. So this is who oh, he's like. And the Charlottesville was set up by George Soros. Right. The murder. <laughs> George Soros committed the murder on Heather Heyer. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but again, that's who he has in his corner. I guess because uh, Root is a Jewish person that he was like, well, that's all I need. Right. He's Jewish, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. great. Ask your boy. 
Ask your boy. <laughs> he likes me. Check um, him out. All I need is one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. So it's just again, like he he's man. there's a lot. It's weird. It's starting. You're starting to even see pundits on TV like start to wonder what's going on here because they're him? like, yeah, they're like, just damn, like he can't even get this shit right. Yeah, this, it's 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 getting. It, it, he set a challenge before his supporters to see how committed they can be to this thing. Right. Like, and not show face on. So, like, the lady is like, Trump seems like he's getting younger. Like, they're like, all right, I see you're king of Israel, and I'll raise you. He looks better now. Right, like, right. No, all of it is nonsense. He's well, I mean, smarter. why wouldn't he look better when he has control over the time-space continuum as God? <laughs> right. And I can't believe. I can't believe he's quoting people saying he's a god. Like that Second. is well. It's funny because he has this guy saying he's the king of the Jews. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Wait, I think King David else? might have something to say. Yeah, somebody else was called king of Jews. I forget. Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think king of all blacks from Howard Stern show. <laughs> no, sorry, I was talking about what they wrote above Jesus's oh. cross. Oh well, and then the other thing is too is like there's Falun Gong who uh, is like backing that uh, conservative news site Epic Times, right? And they also believe that they've said that Trump was sent from God to take down China because they're like a very like fierce anti-communist group. Um, and, you know, they also fund that uh, wonderful performance. So Shen Yun. So they have their hands all of it. And so it's funny how all these different people see Trump for their own purposes. being like he's the king of the Jews. He's the, the man sent from God to fight Xi Jinping. But you know, he's got a lot of crowns. Common, yeah. The common thread is is God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the and thing end that times. You, yeah, yeah, yep. yep That's yep, really yep, the yep. thing. Is like, and Manif- I believe that part. Manifest destiny. Shen Yun, are you talking about the greatest live performance in the history of yeah. live theater? With what horses they... and Remember other it used stuff? to be Cavalia? Yeah. Do you remember that right. SNL yeah. sketch? There's like Cavalia, the greatest show of all. That's and it was just like trained horses, I think. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. These horses bow. So that's part of a cult. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm just saying, you know, he's he's got a lot of cool uh cool supporters. And I'm just saying it's amazing what you can do with, you know, a cult. I'm sure it is a good work of theater. Check it out. Yeah. I I guess they would call this group a, a Chinese religious spiritual practice. Look, this uh, episode is being brought to you by Shen Yun, but Shen Yun. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it's worth checking out, guys. Um I mean, you guys talked yesterday about how he is kind of trying to like what he's doing with the economy is a little troubling. I, I was thinking about that yesterday, uh, even like while I was out, because I, I finished that book, uh, Fear, by Woodward. And it ends with somebody, I think it's Reince Priebus, talking about how he is pathologically and completely incapable of feeling empathy for people around him. And that kind of resonated with me when thinking about like what he's doing with the economy, because... All the things he's doing are just, he's going to like try and sugar high slash Nas from Fast and Furious's way through. Oh, not the rapper in his Right, <laughs> not the Nas, not Lil Nas, Nas X. Nas, not Nasty like, Nas. That's right. Uh, That's he's yeah. just going to try and like, you know, cheap high his way through the election because he's heard that there might be a recession coming. Which is funny because on one hand, he's like, no, the economy is so fucking strong, you'd never fucking believe it. And but then he's, he's also asking, like, but I also need to hold off on the tariffs because I could hurt consumers and do all those other things. Like, which one is He's it? asking yeah. them to lower interest rates. He's pushing for a payroll tax cut, which uh, the last 
time that happened was 2011 when the U.S. was trying to dig its way out of a recession. And he's pushing for it now when the U.S. is at the end of like a historic run of good luck and success economically. But all he cares about is how he looks heading into the 2020 election. Like, God forbid he wins a second term and he like has a finite end date of his presidency. Or even if he loses and his finite end date is only like a few months out, like he is going to fucking drive this thing as hard as he can until the wheels completely fall off. Like he has no regard for other human beings. All he cares about is like, you know, his own reputation. Self-preservation. Yeah. Like we are here to make him feel good about himself. What What do you guys logically think a end, if his term ended or his reign of terror ended in <laughs> January 2020. What do you think um, we'll call the country bath- looks like? And when you said reign of terror, I thought bathrobe spear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Th- I think there will be. He will be uh, feeding conspiracy theories yeah. that he lost, like that he was cheated out of office. He'll be trying state. to get. He'll be trying to get uh, investigations started. There's going to be a huge media uproar on the right. Uh, the, what about the streets? That's think? where I'm. Yeah, that's where we'll that's really see where I am. He's <laughs> got to feed because he's got to feed these maniacs that support him. Like he's already setting the table to act as if if he loses, it's because he was cheated out of it. Like, yeah, he's yeah. already seeding that narrative, so he's planting that seed now. So what happens? Like Look, I told you, yeah. he's like y'all got to help me out. Take to the streets. I'm your president. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't allow for this. But I don't know. At that point, uh, oof, I, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I will lose too much sleep trying to envision what that future looks like <laughs> right. uh, when yeah. it fully just devolves into this kind of like part hyper partisan violence in the street. Yeah. But keep in mind, any scenario would be better than him continuing this because it's inevitable anyway. Because right. even right. if it was the second term, he's like, the Constitution is out to get me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the I 22nd guess. Amendment needs to be repealed and yeah. then people will still get mad. So let's just. Or he could die of natural it. causes in office during oh his. Oh, my God. During be... his fourth term. During like his fourth Stalin. term. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, yeah. But if he dies during executive, like, you know, Stalin died because people were too scared to go into his office be, uh, because he was like, do not. Disturbed me while I'm sleeping, and so oh, like he, his guards, died and his guards like, heard him hit the floor and like making like moaning sounds, and they were just like, "We're not going in there." Like, I think he's jerking off. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> he's killing himself. But yeah. I, I can see that happening <laughs> to Trump too because he's because uh, executive time. You know, you don't want to. You don't want to fuck with him. Hey, when that. you're in that bathrobe eating your burgers and Diet Coke, watching Fox and he Friends. He is a Cold nightmare to work yeah. for, man. According to that book, he is just a fucking, just the meanest person. Did you need that book, though, to tell you that? <laughs> no, but, like, it's just it's just wild to, like, spend a little time inside that world. And yeah, just, like, and, like everybody's just... just so demoralized, like, immediately. Because he just shits on everybody, like, the second... The second you start working, I was like when I worked at the coach store at the mall. Yeah, I remember. Was it terrible? Yeah, terrible. So much drama, so much pitting the employees against each other. I just stopped going in. I actually didn't even quit that job. I just stopped going in, and I think they owe me a paycheck still. (laughs) (laughs) From 2008, I will be back for that. Yeah, Jen. I wonder what the what's the turnover rate? I need the numbers on that for this administration. I mean, it's beyond. Yeah, it's it's breaking every record. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Ryan's, and there's so many vacancies. Right. 
Yeah. Ryan's Priebus uh, seemed like he lasted a long time. He lasted almost the first full year of the presidency. Mm -hmm. He had the shortest tenure up to that point of any chief of staff. Right. So, like, the guy who seems like he lasted the longest for this presidency was a record for, like, it's just, it's unprecedented. Yeah. It's wild is what it <laughs> it's is. It's a weird, wild stuff. It's wild. Wild, wacky stuff. Uh, all right, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be back with a bunch of lighthearted bullshit. And we're back. Uh, a couple quick things. Celebrities uh, on Instagram uh, failed a very helpful stupidity test two days ago. They reposted this Instagram hoax uh, that people fell for like five years ago on Facebook, I think. Yeah. That Don't forget. Starts the new Instagram rule where they can use your photos. Don't forget deadline today. Yeah. Dead, right. Don't forget. dead. That was like, what are y'all yeah. posting? Well, it was grammatically incorrect. First of all, it can be used in court cases in litigation against you. Right. Ooh. I don't know why it's a scam. It doesn't really, I don't know how they get your money from it. It's just basically a, it's a uh, fucking uh, chain, chain email. Yeah. Chain yeah. 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 I guess chain mail is like the old school way of knowing that somebody's dumb. But right. It does co- cost you a little bit of credibility. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this thing was so odd because essentially, like, the scare tactic was that, like, Instagram's going to own every fucking thing you do on there, and they can do whatever the fuck they want, even deleted messages. That's all theirs. Fuck you. I hope you're scared. Yeah. But, but if you repost this image, that, that will be a be legally true. binding contract that says you are opting out of this thing, which it just, it, on so many levels, I was just seeing so many people like in my feed posting that same thing, and I'm yeah. like, you guys really don't even know how like like the legal system works. Like, right. Do you think in court oh, you were going to be like, uh, my honor? Right. Exhibit A. Uh, check this screen cap out from August 20th. I posted hold on, this. Hold on. Right. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. Okay. I can't post that. Can't oh, post okay. that. Right, right. Don't swipe. Don't swipe. Just look, right. at the, look at that, Judge. I mean, even right. Rick Perry, the fucking guy who is in charge of our nuclear arsenal, right. even got got by this. Oh, I thought he was posted making it? fun of people for posting no, it. No, he very much posted it. And then later on, it was like, oh, no. Because people oh, were like, because people oh, in his comments no. were like, "Hey, I'd love to introduce introduce you to a Nigerian prince. I think you guys would get along very well." Right. Um, and he just, yeah. Later on, was like, "Whoops, whoopsie doozy." Uh, who cares? Let's He's just do a photo. rundown of some of the people who. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and by the way, the other silly thing is them believing that anything will stop Instagram from being able to use your photos. They, they own all that shit. Like no, they could do this. Nobody read that shit when they right. agreed. Yeah, it's like it's free, right? Just <laughs> fucking accept, accept, accept. I want to join yeah, in. Do it. Check, 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 check. They can use your photos in ads for whatever the fuck they want. You could be the next cover model for Instagram, and oh, you wouldn't get a cent. Yeah, <laughs> but man, if they rent made it like a national contest. People would probably be like, sick. <laughs> that would be some child's dream right. to be that, like when they grow up. Anyways, real quick rundown of the dummies. Rob Lowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knew? Guy famous for playing dumb guys. Not- I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't Usher, know. Rita Wilson, Julia Usher. Roberts, Taraji P. Henson, 2 Chains, Scooter Braun, Deborah Messing, Judd Apatow, Josh Brolin, and Adriana Lima. So nearly all those people are over 40 years old. Yeah, the ones who are not over 40 years old need to take a long look at themselves. I get those people because 
they don't get how that shit works. They see everybody right. else. Right. Like, oh. like Julia Roberts has been famous since before the internet, so she has always had a an assistant or a child <laughs> who was like doing all that shit for her, you know? And what? Two Chains like 50. Is he Two really? Chain? Yeah, oh yeah. He's for, he's 41, but yeah. And he's a titty boy. Yeah. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's lying. Well, that was he was when he was I in DTV. And it was like rebranded. Yeah, they're like I don't think this is it, Titty Boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> titty boy he's is, like, give me a second. Is the How about funniest? two chains? <laughs> hey, what's it around your neck? Two chains? Uh, two chains. Right. <laughs> but I really like Titty Boy. Because <laughs> uh, I was three titties, and they wouldn't sign me as they, a rapper. They didn't get three titties. <laughs> three Titty Boy. Uh, well, Dancing with the Stars uh, announced their new lineup. And it's interesting. So people people were suggesting the rest of the cast walk off or like refuse to go on the show because they booked Sean Spicer. Yeah. He's mm. one of the dancers. Uh, ignoring the fact that Ray Lewis is one of the other dancers. <laughs> Ray Lewis killed somebody. What'd he do? Yeah. Killed and snitched. Hey, we don't know, man. <laughs> we don't? <laughs> what happened to that tuxedo? What happened to that? Yo, Woo. that, oh, man. That, those suits going to have so much of that uh, Beijing dye on them. Right. right. For, oh, I can't wait until uh, Ray Lewis gets on there. And have sweats you, his hairline out. Have you have y'all heard the theory about, like, why men win so much? About, like, Cause just- it's a- Capitalist patriarchy we live in. That well, yeah. They well, the, the the owners win, but like just the fact that it's it just coming in, you don't expect to see men graceful. So right. like, there's oh, right. a skewed like advantage for men on the show, right? Because dudes are dancing, Again. You right? Know what I mean, so patriarchy. Like, oh, we don't expect that this from guy, man. My he's man. an athlete. He's like women; they're supposed to dance. Yeah, good. yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Hop around. You better be fucking the second coming of Misty Copeland. Yeah, fucking this show. Yeah. We're talking. Lamar Odom is one of the cast members, and I was, good. I was saying, I wouldn't be shocked if he's a good dancer. Like he was so graceful and smooth on the court. Like I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I was, I remember when Jerry Rice went on, and I was like, oh, look at Jerry Rice really selling it. Yeah, early on, one I of mean, the greatest <laughs> athletes yeah. of all time. But sometimes, yeah, I guess some that's of the best the thing. foot discipline the right. game has ever seen. Yeah, best but Christy best Brinkley, <laughs> James Vanderbeek, uh, Meredith from The Office, Kate Flannery. Meredith Has Christy Brinkley the... aged yet? I doubt it. I, she looks exactly, last time I saw her, she looked exactly she, like she did when she was in the 80s. She's made some kind of deal with oh, some kind of force, dark force. Certain. But you know what? Do what you got to yeah, do, because I still love you, Christy. All right, guys, let's talk about chicken sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about it. Uh, a few days back, Chick-fil-A was trending for being butt hurt, they about, went to war. They went to war. They were mad because they Big they started mad. they started being like, we don't care about other chicken sandwiches. We have the best, and people were like, mm. uh, so the reason they were trending is because Popeyes had unleashed a new fried chicken sandwich that people were feeling, and so we went and got it, taste both tested it. Uh, Miles got both of them. I only got the spicy. Okay. So they have a spicy and a regular. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm going to say that I don't know if this is just really smart marketing and they like put a ton of money into making like a handful of the best chicken sandwiches ever made and then like eventually it'll slowly get down to a level of quality that makes sense, but that sandwich was the best chicken sandwich I've ever had at Popeyes. <laughs> 
Yo. That you've ever had at a Popeyes? No, that was the best chicken sandwich I've Across ever had. Across the board. Across the board. I won't go that far. I would say, that's how far I'd go. I would say it's better than, the spicy is better than Chick-fil-A's spicy. But this is the difference, right? And this, these are the, if you saw on my social media, I gave a whole rundown of, of what I thought the advantages were. Okay. The crisp, the crunch factor is by far, Popeye's has that shit by fucking miles. But then it, the quality of the chicken inside yes, was Chick-fil-A. Yes, but yes. Don't the forget, spice don't... of the Chick-fil-A spicy, that hits, that knocks a little it bit harder. harder. But the Popeye's altogether, a good combination. It's the also the thickness of the pickle. The brioche bun. Yes. Yes. Um, and also, like, you know, our LGBTQ people don't have to take an L every time I buy one of those Popeye's. <laughs> right. And I think that's really what's motivating, at least for me. I'm like, yeah, I need to find something where I can still satisfy my uh, chicken sandwich cravings and also yeah. not feel completely conflicted uh, as I've had to slowly, uh, you know, put my Taco Bell love on a simmer a little bit. Right. Um, but either way, I think there were just also value. I could inhale a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Like I could I could eat three if I was ordering from a window. I'm like, I need three sandwiches. Right. By the second one I ate, I was like, this is fucking sick. This is, it's robust. And cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper than a Chick-fil-A sandwich. By 16 cents. I mean, this sounds like an ad. Uh, <laughs> hashtag ad. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag advertisement. This and uh, what, what was the horse show called? Oh, Cavalia? Cavalia. The greatest show ever? Yeah. Or Shenyun. Up to you. Shenyun. But yeah, I don't know. Have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I haven't had it. I haven't been able to. Well, first of all, they told me it wasn't in LA yet. And then oh, I have. I just haven't. There's the one that by my house in Eagle Rock. They don't have it yet. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't have it yet. Our our um, guest host yesterday, Lacey Mosley, she went to two Popeye's and they were sold out. And I think by the third one, she was able to get one. Because I think people were just so yeah, go interested. Early. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm wondering, did they just like make a handful of chicken sandwiches like at a loss, just like making them like having, you know, some great chef make them and then like knowing that it would be a viral moment for Popeye's? I don't and know about that. If, if, if Popeye's know. could get some waffle fries in that Popeye fry batter, oh, yes. then it, it's nothing else to talk the about. The Cajun waffle fry? A Cajun Woo! waffle? <laughs> That would be very good. Wow. Game over. Wow. Al- Drop the fucking bomb. On I'm already saying game over. Assuming that ready. they can assuming they can keep this level of quality up, the level of quality I, I think, had the other day. But I think the only thing that would motivate somebody to even entertain the Popeye sandwich is that you actually are looking at Chick-fil-A's business and how they operate as a company. Mm-hmm. And that would even open you because there are I mean, I look at Twitter. There are people who are like, fuck out of here with that Popeye's. Like, it's it's Chick-fil-A all day for some people because they don't really give a fuck. Did they try it? They're, 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 the, yeah, there have been people All of those it. are people are below the Mason-Dixon line. Exactly. You know what I mean? Sure. That's a Southern loyalty thing. But I did see on Twitter somebody posted that they ordered from Popeye's and the- <laughs> They said the cashier said, my pleasure. And it's like, whoa, are y'all changing customer service Uh-oh. too? Right, right. <laughs> if Popeye's gets Chick-fil-A customer service, right. come on. Yeah. 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 And like being considerate <laughs> at a Popeye's? Yeah. Right. I ain't going back. Well, well, I ain't going back to Chick-fil-A, but I am. Yeah. And then the social justice part. Come on, y'all. And also, yeah, I had to point out that the current person who is the chairman of the company that owns Popeye's, which owns like Tim Hortons and a few other things, he is like- was, was graduated with some kind of science degree, is very, very interested in science, uh, donates to like Democratic candidates in Florida, but it doesn't like, they don't really necessarily lobby uh, as a company. But when you look at his donations or his output, mm. it's not uh, it's not going to the right. 
I mean, we all get Popeyes on Sunday anyway, so yeah. just <laughs> stretch yeah. it out for the rest of the week. At the same time, the sexual politics of Bluto and olive oil right. were a little bit problematic. Yep. So yep. I'm just saying. Mm, that's another layer. Uh-huh. I just uh, wish Pioneer Chicken was still here <laughs> to <laughs> enter this argument. Yeah, there were people bringing in all sorts of... Somebody was telling us that Publix, with an X, has the best chicken sandwich. That's a grocery chain. A lot of Bojangles love. Yeah, a lot of Bojangles lot of, love. But come can, on, we want to talk about problematic. Right. Yeah, fucking Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles. Wait, 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 guys. Have we considered Bojangles? <laughs> yeah. Have you been to look, Mammy's? Look, if you feel guilty about eating a Chick-fil-A, <laughs> come on down to Shine Faces. Yeah. We got right. the dust. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come to Golly's. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking crows from Dumbo. Fucking, they got another fucking new restaurant. Oh, man. That, uh... Oh. That's too much of a local reference, but Indiana Beach used to have this black crow that was very like, uh, like problematic. Oh, and, really? Yeah, like on the level of the WB frog. Very. Like, oh wow! Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's more than corn. It was, <laughs> it was very, very troubling. Well, speaking of problematic, our woke king, Mister uh, Bagel Boss himself. Yucks. The or what? What's his? What's his new name? Chris Morgan. Well, okay, so. Because he was known as Bagel Boss Guy, he was going around being like, it's Bagel Boss Guy, Bagel Boss Guy. He then signed a contract. I think he's fighting Lenny Dykstra in a boxing match in Atlantic City. Oh, R.I.P. Chris Morgan. I don't think, I mean, I don't know what Lenny, what kind of shape Lenny Dykstra's in. Not good and still (laughs) R.I.P. But I still think he will fold you up. But because of all of this branding with Bagel Boss, the actual company hit him with a cease and desist. And they're like, "You you have to stop. Referring to this person as Bagel Boss Guy, stop referring to yourself. We have nothing to do with your like misogynistic outburst you had in one of our stores. So now he has to go by Chris, the Angry Bagel Guy Morgan. <laughs> that doesn't have to. That don't even slap. Yeah, that don't even slap that, like Bagel Boss Guy. That is not catchy at all, but it does show some like self awareness on his part that he, he's just he like to be angry. the angry bagel guy. Right. And I mean, he, he's been turning, he's trying to make this 15 minutes into about 16 minutes. Yeah, and he has got like merch. He's been on a bunch of radio shows. He's got, like I said, the boxing match. And he even, he's, he's even on that app cameo where you can like book celebrities to like send you a selfie message. Yeah. So for 50 bucks, the bagel boss guy will give you a personal you know, tongue lashing or whatever the fuck you ask for. He got the hot girlfriend, supposedly, who likes him for him. This is where it gets odd because I started, like, checking on his Instagram stories and, like, the shit that he posts on his Instagram, like, post-Bagel Boss fame. And it's been this, like, fucking bizarre ride where, I don't know, because he his status has somewhat been elevated, it's only contributed more to his, like, toxic idea of how courtship works. Because if you remember in the shop, very... Very, very sincerely and candid. He was just basically like, he he just basically said, "Women f- fucking don't like me. Fuck women. I don't I don't get what the fuck is wrong with just these women." Sure. Ah, yeah. You're laughing right. at me. So when you look at some of the stories he's posting, he has it's only gotten fucking worse. So this first clip is him around the time he's feeling himself. He's doing a selfie video at nine at night. He's about to. He says he's going to go on a fishing trip and he's looking just for somebody to you know pull up because he's famous. How I work is I try to be nice to a girl, then they somehow screw me over in some way or another. Um, I just show one of my promoters all the texts, and I try to be nice. And so now I'm going to bluntly put it to you. I want to fuck. So here's the deal. Hit me up on my Instagram, Chris Bagel Boss Morgan. 
I'm going to be getting on a fishing boat. It's July 19th, correct? 19th. It's 9.15. I'm going to be getting on a boat fishing. I'm going to be back in about four or five hours. Make sure you say that you're from Long Island and preferably Suffolk County because that's the area I'm in. I'm I'm tired and I'm tired of getting my heart broken. All right, let's so just get it. Basically, he's like, he's like, I want to wow. fuck. He's ramble, like, ramble, he's like I got weed. If you want to party, also he said that. Yeah, Joe. he's treating women like his Postmates for real. Like he's he's on a he's saying it's nine at night. I'll get off a fishing boat in about four or five hours. So yeah. he thinks his celebrity his his magnetic energy his pull is so great that he could say at two in the morning. My manager's DMs will be flooded with women saying, yeah. I'm from Suffolk County and want to fuck Bagel Boss guy after his boat ride. Right. Like, Even worse, he thinks his women from outside of Suffolk that are just like driving <laughs> right. in right. in droves. So he has to specify, like, nah, let's you got to be on Avenue A and 16th or whatever. And there's been other videos of him. Yeah. Like he's like been on a date. Like, I don't know what's going on. There's like a woman trying to get in his car. And he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, I thought you don't want to be with me. She's like, let me in. It's like, I, I, it's raining or whatever. And he just like drives off, like strands this woman. And he's like, ha ha. Then you see him even on, these are the videos he's posting. It's not like someone's catching him in the wild. This is the content he puts on his page. This is another one where he's just like talking to a woman. And again, he's accusing her of playing fucking games or some shit. And then even after that, I asked how you were doing when you blocked me again, and then you unblocked me, and now you're fucking sending stupid shit to me. Let me tell you something. If you don't like me, okay, or I'm not your type, why the fuck do you keep texting me like all these other stupid bitches? These are the ones I'm referring to. This is just... This this man is who you thought he was, right? But and but it's weird because he like tries to play this like weird celebrity thing and like sort of seemingly like a cool guy. Oh man! And then you this realize like this is why you are good. yeah. So I hope Lenny Dykstra fucking folds his ass up. He will. And I mean, it's just sad if a woman actually does take him off because forty five year old diabetic who's that mad? And I'm a diabetic, so I could talk about my people. That dick <laughs> is gonna be so trash. Man. <laughs> I mean, like, even if you're into it, it's going to be disappointing. So yeah. his levels of, of abuse against women knows no bounds. Oh, he's so mad all but, the time. All yeah. the time. But that's like, but it's, it reminds me of how Trump is referring to the prime minister of Denmark. He's like, right. why the fuck right. would you call that absurd? Right. I'm not going yeah. now. You could have just said fucking no. God, you know what I mean? It's the man, same fucking man. energy, right? When you're like, you could have just said fuck. Like your masculinity is so fucking fragile. You know what I mean? That if someone just doesn't go, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, trash. Dick. You didn't say it the right way. <laughs> sorry, yeah. trash. Dick. It's a no for me, trash daddy. <laughs> and his version of because he was complaining that women keep fucking with his head. I'm guessing that is people not immediately having sex with him. That is, or, is basically what I'm it also. Like. I'm also up for women who are fucking trolling him too. Oh yeah. hell because yeah! Because you know what? This is this is the fucking energy you're putting out. So yeah. this is what you are going to attract, sir. Yeah, we want to keep seeing you get mad. Right. <laughs> you're, you're ruining it if you get what you want. He claims in another video these two women said, let's meet at a casino only for their drunk uncle to be there with him who tried to fight him. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. Like, nothing about this is good. Like, the fact that he be- came to our attention in the first place is, like, one of the darker parts of the internet like that like well, somebody, just a, like our yeah. culture right now right the the fact that somebody like this can become famous for being the worst person and, and then and he's got his rooting for lenny dykstra right yeah right <laughs> like i never thought that would happen 
Dykstra, man. Didn't he like he fell off hard, There's right? Like didn't he get stuff. his didn't he get sober and then like had car yeah. washes and He's, then that business went like he He was he did something illegal. That money. magazine thing was crazy. This yeah. athlete's locker room yeah. scam. Oh boy. He's yeah, he falls for and perpetuates a lot of uh things that you should be able to see through a scams. Right. Uh, and also is, you know, struggling with addiction. Yeah. So. Shout out to those fucking promoters. Is the promoter of that fight just fucking Satan? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, right. like, he's like, come you poor fucking souls. Dance for me, you fuck. I know, man. Where is it? Is it at Atlantic City? Of course it's Adam, in AC, oh, baby. Trump oh, Hotel. Like, just, it's, like the, it's like the showboat or steamboat something. Oh, I don't know man. what the fuck it is. It's almost worth like going to see if the earth just opens and swallows. swallows the, like, yeah, a black hole just arena. develops. Oh, what a dark, dark. How long does that fight last? Ooh. How long you give it? Will I mean, it make it a whole round? It seems like he's probably going to run away, the okay. big old guy. Chris the angry if bagel it even, guy. Like, is it gonna happen? Like, I'm curious to see. I need to see a photo of Lenny Dykstra. Oh wow, TMZ has a clip of Lenny Dykstra beginning his fight training. How's he looking? Um, I mean, his arms look thick, bro. Yeah, I feel like if they he used gets to one, call him nails, because right? He like could eat nails. Uh, great. <laughs> then maybe he should be fine with a guy who's named after a bagel. Right. Bagel, tiny bagel man yeah. versus nails. Let's just look, at the, let's look at the two nicknames. Chris the Angry Bagel Guy and Nails. Lenny Dykstra is like 5'6". His hand speed isn't great. No. And his elbow is telegraphing that jab. Wow. And he almost fell while swinging. With a left hook. Okay. Uh, you know, I think maybe the fight will last... 15 seconds and they both have heart attacks. <laughs> You're right. So we because just watched the TMZ video. Lenny Dykstra looks like he's been aging at a rate of 15 years per year. 15 <laughs> years per year. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's aging in dog years. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you have a baseball player again who is fucking Lenny Dykstra versus the guy who got famous from being angry at a bagel shop. So he was nails though. He he looks like he smoked everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> he smoked all the all the chemicals. All like, the... that's copper wiring, Lenny. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah. <laughs> he just smoked down a lead pipe. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, Clark, it's been a pleasure having you, man. This has been really, really fun, man. I'm glad we got to do it. Yeah. Where can uh where can people find you? Uh at the Clark Jones on everything. Uh, Clark Jones on uh, damn you were on that early Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, all of that. Did we do our favorite tweets? No, we're about to. Oh my, my bad. I shot the gap. <laughs> <laughs> is there a tweet you've been enjoying? <laughs> is there? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, why this tweet, man? It just is so simple and it's so cerebral and it just made me laugh. But uh, my boy Cullen, his is at Hello Cullen. He said. Um, Shania Twain's real name is Shemanuel Clemens. <laughs> I saw that. I like that too. And like, you know when you laugh so hard you gotta put your phone down? Right. <laughs> that's what Shemanuel That's what that did for me. Yeah. It was a, it's a time tested formula. Uh-huh. And it just he just yeah. made all the parts work together. Oh man. Right. Shout so out to yeah. Mark Twain. Shout out to I the guess. great Mark Twain. You know they've never done a biopic about him. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's never happened. He's the, one of my but friends. they have done that one like 
play where one guy just like gets dressed up as Mark Twain and tells stories in a Southern accent. Oh, it's like yeah. a one-man show? Yeah, like, it's like a one-man show yeah. that I remember seeing when I was a kid. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Find me and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, a couple of tweets I like. One is from a listener, actually, Lexi, at Alexandria Digby. You tweeted Caitlin Durante and I uh, an anagram story. And this is, this you know, we like anagrams. And Caitlin Durante, her name is one of the most flexible names for anagrams. You know, she's fucking Latin dancer, UTI, nine tit Dracula. She has some of the best anagram names. But this one is from another tweet from Neil Drysdale that says, I've been making up crosswords for more than 30 years, and I still think it's a near miracle that Britney Spears is an anagram for Presbyterians. Wow. <laughs> so put put that one down. That is okay? a miracle. Another one is from Matt Visor at M Visor. This is more of a political one, but just, again, it's about Joe Biden, and I just like this whole how this whole tweet is composed. Biden says he's not worried about large crowds his progressive rivals are getting. Quote, what I'm trying to do is go around from town to town, and I'm drawing as, as big of crowds, bigger than anybody. Have you seen anybody draw bigger crowds than me here in this state? Yes, he's told. <laughs> Yo. Sit the fuck down. Did you see the quote from his wife? Who Jill, was, what was she yeah. saying? Oh, yeah. She was just, it was just real like, oh, Dr. you know, Jill. people people go out to see these other people. But the thing is, you got to remember is that my husband's polling well, essentially, was what it was. It was <laughs> just like. It, it was just a rundown electability. of like, mm-hmm. all the all the ways he's trash. Yeah. Right. Like, but it'll be, it was like, yeah, you may like people more. And they yeah. may know about more about healthcare. Yeah. Maybe maybe more equipped and they may not be senile, but right. he'll be Trump. It's like actually Lenny Dykstra is pulling better than fucking <laughs> right. Trump right now. So Pixelated Boat tweeted, uh, you should vote for my husband, Joe Biden, lower sunglasses, who sucks shit, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> As a recap of that. Um, sucks shit. <laughs> PJ Vote uh, tw- from Reply All uh, tweeted, Woke up with the unnerving realization that no one on earth is falling for the trick of saying nice to see you when you're not sure if you've met them before. And that bothers me. <laughs> I've always said nice to see you and assumed it was working. Uh, and then Anna Dresden, one of the funniest writers, tweeted, sex feels like a monumental overreaction. <laughs> mm. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was, that was another sex one, too. I want a healthy relationship with toxic relationship sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was, man, that was possible. You, isn't that the ideal? Well, isn't the that dream. Eden? That's yeah. the dream. Uh, you yeah. can follow me. <laughs> oh, brother. Man. From, your, from your mouth to God's ear, brother. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be? Um, this track is going to be by, uh, let's do a Cool AD song, actually. Uh, this is Cool AD. It's called Laugh Sang Sushong. And Cool AD, just a uh, you know, great lyricist. So check this one out. Uh, if, you like, if you like rhymes. If you don't, bars. get the fuck out of here. How are you spelling cool A-D? Uh, K-O-O-L A period D period. Uh, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Uh, cool right. art director, cool assistant director, whatever you want. Right. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We are going to ride out on that. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we will talk to you then. Bye. Zooted off a doobie, loving life like Desi love Lucy. See me kick the rap so kooky, Asuki Suki. Sipping on laps, saying Suchan loosely. Who he? Victor Nah, Victor Von Doom B, Victor Vasquez. <laughs> cool AD, calm, collected ass kid with the spectacles. Throwing y'all compact discs in receptacles. Slipping on vittles that's delectable. Um, and listen to the art so collectible, rare, like a flank steak. Used to have hair as fucking long as a bank statement, and I cut it off. Not